All right. Welcome to another episode of the Trading Success Academy podcast. I am Greg Crow. This is Kirk Neal joining you today. And we are ready and willing and happy to go. So you don't even know, you don't even know the topic actually today. This. Yeah, you just, so I was surprising you. Yeah, and you you told me about it last week, and you were so excited. You were like a little schoolgirl, like I got a secret, you don't know it, and then like boom, now we're on, and I'm like gonna get hit with it. You are gonna get hit with this kablamo, as my friend Dane likes to say, kablamo hit with it. But do you, you want to guess? I I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> You're not going to guess this. <laughs> we are going to talk about the one, the only, Jenny Crow. Jenny Crow? My mum. Whoa. Mama. Nah. Jenny Crow. The mama bear. The mama bear. We're going to talk about her. And uh, in the situation she had, she recently got some air conditioning installed at her house. Hmm. Right. Anyway, so she calls me on a Saturday. And if you, the situation is, I live in Byron. She lives in Sydney. And, you know, I can't just come around and have a look at the aircon. Although, I could probably fix it if I wanted to <laughs> in 2009. Probably not now. But uh, she called me and she was like, um, the aircon's not working. And it was crazy because she just had a couple of splitties installed, ducted system upstairs, should have been all good. And it was a freezing day and she was like, I need to put the heating on, can't put the heating on. And I was like... Mum, is it on cool? You, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're if you're listening this and you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Is it on auto? Is it on heat? Is it on cool? Did you check? And she's just freaking out. And she's, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. And she was pretty flat. So install went really well. Uh, obviously, the run through, not great of how to use the system. Yeah. Anyway, long story short. The company um, came out and sorted her out. She was all good, but I want to talk about callbacks because, you know, Jenny Crow had to call the boss on a Saturday. The boss was probably getting his kids soccer. What do you think he was doing? I was going to go get kids Kid, sport. Kids sport. <clears throat> yep. Could have also been it could having have been, a thick shake. Or it could have been like... Could have been having a coffee. Four to five hours into a smoked brisket and like you, you can't leave that baby like five or six hours in, you know, you got to... What's the ideal brisket time? Well, you're probably looking at like 12 to 14 hours. You know, you're going to get some some good quality. But, you know, you don't don't rush it. You know, don't know. You definitely can't go talking to Jenny Crow when you're cooking brisket. (laughs) No. Right? So we're talking about callbacks. And and I want to also touch on a missed opportunity. But let's go to callbacks because first and foremost, if you're listening here and you do run a trade business, which hopefully that's what you're doing. <laughs> if you're not, get out of my podcast. <laughs> but, but you probably do lost. Yeah, if you're lost, take the directions to the next podcast. But you probably want to trade your business and you know exactly what we're talking about. And if you're a one man, one woman band, you can cover callbacks. But it's, oh, I'll just go back and do it. I'll just go back and do it. Just go back and do it. All good. But when you start paying other people to do it, you really notice it. So The other call- thing is, like when you're a one man band, your callback's pretty minimal. Because you know you're coming back. So, like, the execution's there. And when you start hiring staff, the execution level drops a little. Drops definitely a little. That's why we love to say the process guides the people. So, if you don't have a process for it, you can expect a problem. Ooh, <laughs> is, that, is that next week's podcast? Process peoples and problems. Process peoples and problems. So, callbacks, you know, it's crazy because you think about it. The boss had to take a call on a Saturday. He's then had to redirect it to, you Tension. know... But, well, the, a task management system or, or the note section of his phone or 
his head or whatever. Hopefully you've got a system for this stuff. Then someone's got to rearrange, hey, Jenny, are you going to be home at three o'clock on Monday? Oh, you're not? Okay, and then you go back and forth with Jenny, back and forth with the technician, back and forth again and again and again to go back to somewhere where you were never meant to go back to. So first and foremost, do you have a handover process for your jobs? Yeah, and the longer that takes, the more disappointed Jenny becomes. Jenny's... She's pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's freezing cold and she's angry, which is, uh, if you know my mom, she doesn't like being cold. <laughs> but but um, really interesting because you think about the cost, not just like you've got to arrange it, another admin job that you didn't need, but also physically the cost. And and I love to question people when they say, oh, it's, a five, it's just a five-minute job. <laughs> It's just a 10 it's minute, just a 5-minute job. Man. I love when clients say, oh, yeah, it's just going to be a five-minute job. I'm like... <laughs> clients. Oh, clients, oh, am I right? Uh, yeah, nothing's a five-minute job. You've got to physically arrange it. You've got to drive there. You've got to get out of the car, get your tools out of the car. You've got to talk to the client. You've got to make sure the client's happy. You've got to show them what to do or fix your mistake or whatever. It's generally two hours. Oh, yeah. It's just It has to be two. If it's not two, it's three. But let's just call it two for the sake of life mm. and the next 10 minutes of this podcast what's two hours worth well you got the labor cost for starters are you paying a staff member or yourself to paint let's say let's say we're let's say we're paying a staff member we got a labor cost of let's just call it 100 bucks an hour straight straight down the line maybe you're yep. more maybe you're less mm. uh if you don't know your numbers then we've got come see us but yeah let's call it 100 bucks an hour and we've got other costs involved like fuel fuel together yeah let's just say Jenny lives in a nice house and we have to go through some tolls to get to these nice areas. Jenny does have a nice house, actually. <laughs> so then... Um, pool shaped like an island from the 90s. An island-shaped pool? Or oh, maybe maybe peanut. Peanut? No, that's what I meant. I didn't mean no. island. Peanut. You know, peanut. like yeah. like, a, like an eight. Yeah. The pool looks like an eight. Ooh, nice. Yeah, number oh. eight. If you like The Simpsons, you're going to like that reference. Uh, Any materials? Yeah. Any materials we might need to use? Yeah, no, I mean, no materials in this job. Yeah. And let's just say no materials and reasonably close to home. Okay. Yeah. Still still a two-hour job. Yeah. 100 bucks now, that's $200. If you can do the math, how much is that a year? $10,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I missed I miss this there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 200 bucks. 200 bucks for two hours work. Yeah. And it's pretty uncommon to find a company that doesn't have one of those a week. Oh, no. Hold so that, on, hold that, on. That, hold that's, that's what I'm saying. Is that's that me, a handbrake? That's me pulling the handbrake, yeah. Um, you true cost. When is this staff member going back to do it? Like, they're going back in Monday at 3 o'clock. Yeah. When they should be on someone else's job, making money. Yeah. And so what are they going to be making? Should they be on someone else's job? Yeah, it's not going to be $100. That's cost. So what are we charging out at plus materials plus markup, you know, we could have a revenue per hour mark of something like 160 revenue per hour. So then we're at 320 plus 200 in cost plus incidentals. We're at 560-ish, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's let, let's just call it 300 bucks because it's probably going to be around there. And I guarantee you, you or your staff member making one of these a week. So the other thing, the unknown, the unknown is based off that experience that Jenny has, how much work have you lost in the future? The general rule of thumb is everyone, it's like the law of 250. I read a good article the other day on the law of 250 yeah. saying that 
generally people know and will refer to 250 people. Yep. There's going to be 250 people. At, in their life. In Yeah, yeah. It's huge, right? Like, so not only that 250 people, that the 250 people's network. Yeah. So 250 times 250. I mean, I'm the math magician. Neither am I, so let's just go yeah. away from that. <laughs> yeah, let's go away from that. <laughs> but the opportunity cost is is huge because like the actual cost is we lost, if you do that once a week, two or three hours, that's 10, 15 grand a year. 15 grand a year gone, sacrificed unwillingly, unknowingly to the callback gods. And what, 20 grand in potential revenue? Yeah, so, so, it's, so it's the double-double. It's like you've not only lost it, but you haven't made it. Yeah. So let's just, for, for people out there, let's just say I'm at 100 grand and then I take 10 off, I'm at 90. And I add 10, I'm at 110. So, it's, so it's, you think it's a $10,000 cost. It's actually a $20,000 cost. When you factor in the actual cost and the opportunity cost, yeah. it's so huge. And then the opportunity cost is non-tangible. Like who Jenny told now? She told me. I know she's upset. Yeah. Jenny loves to talk. Yeah, oh yeah. Jenny has told all, all her friends, all the book club. <laughs> Jenny, she loves to talk. There's a, there's a phrase that gets thrown around. If you do a great job for someone, they might tell one person. If you let someone down, they'll tell 10 people. Yeah. They're 10 times more likely to tell someone a negative, share a negative experience than they are a positive experience. We love negative news. The humanity, human race <laughs> loves some negativity. Don't have to turn the TV on for very long to uh, recognize that. But, but yeah, so unbelievable callback, crazy. And you know what's interesting? So I want to encourage you, wherever you sit, how much money are you dropping in callbacks? Because if we add an extra 20 grand to your last year, okay, per billable resource, that Ooh. is. So if you've got one staff, you might be dropping 20 grand a year in callbacks and opportunity. If you've got five staff, five times 20 is 100. So if I add 100 grand to your last year's salary, it probably takes you from, uh, to, yeah. <laughs> from, yeah, okay, we, how do we get better? To, let's keep pushing forward here and it's sometimes the one percent is the small changes, the process, the final run throughs, the final walkthroughs. Simply sometimes a loom video or a handover document that's like, this is how you work your remote control. But anything to add on that? Because I've, I've, yeah. I've got the next one. <laughs> how next many one times? How many times are the callbacks not your fault? It's so common. It's just like, ah. Oh, the client didn't know how to use this and they automatically think, oh, you didn't install it right. But really, that's I didn't actually teach you how to use this. So fundamental flaw in your process. Yeah, how, how like you just make a video on it. Put, just post it to them, send it to them, text it to them. I don't care what you do, just do something. But recognize opportunities missed with callbacks and a true cost to you, but true cost to your reputation. I also want to touch on this. Now, only the aircon dudes or the sparky dude and dudettes will understand this, but they did the fatal error in this instance. Put the splitty, in my opinion, fatal error. Put the splitty on a power circuit off the back-to-back. So what actually had, had, had happened here is they, they piggybacked off the PowerPoint and... Double PowerPoint with a switch in the middle, which my brother actually turned off without ah, realizing. Who would? Who, like, what's that doing on? Yeah, it's all. Something's on. It shouldn't be on. Turn off. Anyway, relate that to whatever trade you're in. It was a shortcut. It was cheaper. What I would have preferred to have seen is them just present the quote to, to Jenny. Hey, Jenny, this is two grand. We can do it 
the shit way. Yeah. <laughs> the shit way. I can I can cheap out on you if you want, Jenny. I can do it. You want me to cheap out on you, Jenny? Yeah. I'm gonna cheap out on you, Jenny. I'm cheaping out. It's, this this option is two grand, ten grand. It's irrelevant. Or we can add this for an extra probably five hundred bucks in this case. And you, you know can... what my mum would have done? Jump at it. She would have jumped at the the upsell opportunity, the additional that excellent work. Because I think people's fear here is that other people aren't pricing apples for apples. So I price this, you price something else. It's tomato, tomato. It's not. No. It's it's not apples for apples. So why not present your quote in a position that's, hey, this is what we can do it for, the cheap way, or like more cost effective or whatever whatever terminology you want. I prefer to see it this way. Here's the benefits of this. That's going to take the quote from X to Y. What do you think? The Guaranteed you're Jenny saying yes to that. Oh, yeah. And the better you get at articulating the difference between A and B, the easier that becomes. So in that situation, you go, hey, I can do the more economical version, which is this switch inside of PowerPoint. Now, Jenny, it's like... Did you just say your name like Forrest Gump? <laughs> Jenny. Maybe. <laughs> you, you keep going. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so Jenny's looking at that going, oh, yeah, this is switching to PowerPoint. That's no big issue for me. But she doesn't understand that your brother's going to turn it off. So you need to paint that potential scenario. You know, it's a switch within a PowerPoint. It's pretty easy for people to walk past it and go, hey, that shouldn't be on and turn it off. And then Jenny's like, actually, yes. People would just turn that off. And then I wouldn't know that my aircon's working and then I would have this problem. I'll be like, what's going on? You know, blame someone, tell 200 people over the course of my lifetime, not be happy with your service. But essentially, I was set up to fail. Yeah. From the start. And even that wasn't given the option. So wherever you're sitting on this, just start to recognize and realize options, right? With quotes, thorough options. What an option does is it can present something at a certain price and then it can also preserve your actual price where you want to be and, and, and show your point. When you're in a money conversation, I think it's really difficult, but when your conversation determines on, you want people to roll into quality of product, reputation, solution, time in business. Then we're on a a greater conversation than money. Outcome. Outcome. Yeah. Yeah. I got this um, very weird analogy about outcomes. Is it to do with sport? I know you love your sporting analogies. Which is my second favorite category Mm, for analogies. Yeah. Yeah. So um, pain point for me, I'm hungry. Okay, so pain point. I mean, I just saw you eat a bacon and egg roll. It was and delicious. You, yeah. I mean, eat or inhale. Well, I, was, I told you I was coming. I needed, I needed to eat before the podcast, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, the, um, if I'm hungry, the pain point is I'm hungry. Now, I could go to a Michelin star restaurant and the outcome will be I'm no longer hungry. Or I could eat two minute noodles. The outcome is I'm no longer hungry. Very different price points, very different experiences. That's a great analogy. But at the end of the day, I'm not hungry. I could eat brown rice. I could eat a kilo of brown rice. I wouldn't enjoy any of it. Or I could get a really delicious meal from a highly qualified, talented chef. So the outcome in most trades and services is going to be the same. Like, or not not the exact same, but it's going to be pretty close. Like, if you were to put a ceiling fan in and I was to put a ceiling fan in, who's going to tell the difference? The outcome is going to be the same, but it's how you deliver the service. It's the the journey that you go on while you get that service that's important. Absolutely. Huge. In wrapping up, I'm going to say to everyone here, 
you need to watch your callbacks. And usually it's a couple of small things you can do to stop. You're never gonna stop them. You're never gonna eliminate user error completely. But if we can bring that 20 grand down to four, guess what? That's 16 more thousand dollars for you to do your biddings with. Whatever, whatever, whatever biddings you might partake in where yeah. we're comfortable and happy with what you do. But, that, but that's like, that's an excellent family holiday somewhere. What, what would you do with 16? If I gave you 16 grand, what would you do with 16 grand right now? I would go on a family holiday, actually. Where would you go? Um, I've got a question about that. I would like to know the answer. I've got young kids. Are cruises appropriate for young kids? Because I feel like Mike, Harry's just going to run for the side of the boat. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. I think you save cruises for, you know, 70. When you're real 73, old. and your knee's gone, and you want to go to Croatia and get some kind of gift for your grandchild that they're never going to use. I think that's when you go. That's when you go. That, that's okay, when you so cruises are out. Cruises are out. Okay. Yeah, they're out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my final wrap-up is watch your callbacks and stop them as much as you can. What's your final thought? Um, my final thought. Each callback should be a frustration, yeah, but also an opportunity to develop a process. Don't let frustration reoccur. So if you've had a callback for a particular reason, how do you look at what can I do differently as a business owner to prevent that happening again in the future? Now, are you gonna be successful in preventing all outcomes in the future? Probably not. But if you can prevent a little bit more than what you were before, you make a progress. Progress is king. Much love to you. We'll see you soon. So if you're loving the podcast, please share with your friends, anyone that's thinking about starting a tradie business or got a large tradie business. We help everyone from startup all the way up to million dollar plus months. We'd love to help you too. And lastly, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review on the player that you're listening to this on. It helps us get out there and help more tradies in business perform better and create better lives for themselves. So let's get into this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you soon.